And a warm welcome to Afternoons with me, Bill Arnold. Thank you for joining me today. Just going to encourage you to try to do something really nice for somebody today. Think about someone who would really benefit from a phone call or a little message from you, a little um, uh, letting letting them know that you're thinking of them. I think it's uh, increasingly more important as we are in a very stressful time that we are making contact and we're reaching out and letting people know we care about them and think about them and love them and um, really goes a long way. So in 2004, a couple of guys with great visions wanted to figure out a way to give uh, youth a place to go grow and belong in their faith. And they had uh, a passion for skating. And when I say skating, I'm talking about skateboarding and other kind of skating. And that all started a while back. And Johnny Nelson uh, was a 16-year-old skater at the time, but he had a passion for evangelism. And he's here tonight. Uh, he's here today <laughs> in the studio, and he's got quite a ministry. We're going to talk about it. It's an action sports ministry, and he wants to make riders into disciples. How cool is that? And uh, Johnny, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having now me. Now introduce Ben. Ben's very familiar with this campus here at the University of Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. Ben uh, is our shop manager, oversees all of our park and sales and all that kind of stuff at, at the shop. That's awesome. Now, Ben, you're a graduate of Northwestern here, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, I graduated here in 2019. Uh, Johnny actually hired me at JSAW a couple months before I graduated, so I was doing uh, both being a student and working full-time for a couple months, uh, and then right out right as I graduated, it was a smooth transition to JSAW. That's cool. Now, talk about uh, the the vision that you had once upon a time, Johnny. Yeah. So um, I grew up as a you know skateboarder. Skateboarding was my escape. It was kind of the way to get out of. I had a pretty dysfunctional childhood, and it was a way to get out of the house and do something. And essentially, um, the Lord took that uh, passion for skateboarding and turned it into a useful tool to make riders into disciples. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. So give me, a, give me an idea of what it's like uh, on any given day at, at, the, uh, at the shop or at the, uh, at the park. It's a little indoor, indoor park, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, riders show up, and then how does the ministry, how do you do ministry? Yeah, so uh, riders come in to either skate in our indoor park or buy something in the shop um, and just hang out with their friends. And then our staff is there and our volunteers are there to build relationships with them, uh, to look for opportunities to pray with them, share the gospel with them, and invite them into a mentoring relationship or a small group Bible study. So let's talk about the history of uh, JSAW. Um, and when did it start and how many kids have you been in contact with? Uh, so JSAW started in 2004 after Luis Palau came into the Twin Cities uh, to do the Luis Palau Festival. I remember that well. Yeah, and they were leaving the skate park behind. And so within, I think it was nine months after the idea uh, happened, we opened up a 20,000-square-foot uh, warehouse space in Chanhassen, the huge indoor skate park, and I was the face of this new ministry. And it Whoa. was wild and crazy. You and think? How had, old are you at this point? I was 16 at That's that crazy. point. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, I had uh, a lot of passion and didn't really know what I was doing, but we had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah. And um, we had about 3,000 kids coming through a year, 
and we would stop the the session from happening and just say, all right, we're going to do Bible study on the mini ramp. Uh And we did that every week. And after about a year and a half, two years, we went out of business. We were $150,000 in debt uh, because rent was super expensive. Mm -hmm. And we had to shut the facility down. And it felt like uh, everything was just ripped right out of my hands, which was a really good thing. Um, I was very proud. I'd got sucked into the hype of it all and it was very much about me and it had become less about Christ. Hmm. And I believe that God had to take the ministry away from me so that I could understand that it was his and, um, that I was, I was just there to serve him. Those are pretty mature thoughts. Uh, seriously how old are you at this time are you 18 now or 19 yep, yep, 17 18 right in there yeah okay this is pretty impressive so uh if you have this many kids using the the park uh i'm a little surprised that there wasn't enough uh, parents stepping up to support what their kids were doing and and uh i know that this is an expensive operation yet running but um interesting that the lord took it away yeah yeah i mean it was you know rent was twenty thousand dollars a month is a huge facility, and there were a lot of people that were stepping up to support on our board of directors and volunteering. Mm-hmm. And it's still a big, big bill, but it was just a lot of money. Yeah. So then, what happened? Then we put the we tried to reopen the skate park, couldn't find a location that would take it, um, and so we put all the ramps into storage. And after about six months of them sitting in storage, I was praying one day and just felt like God gave us these ramps to be used for ministry and they're sitting in storage. And I just felt this conviction to call up uh, Camp Shamanon and Trout Lake Camp up north and say, hey, do you guys want a skate park? I know how to build ramps. I'll come up and build you a skate park as long as these ramps can be used for ministry. And of course they were like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) we went up and uh, built out the skate parks for both of them and then kind of hit the road. We took a demo kit and started traveling around just doing demonstrations and sharing the gospel. And we toured out through California. Um, Then we started touring with Billy Graham, uh, doing the Rock the River tour. Cool. And just going all over the U.S. sharing the gospel. And within a couple of years, started getting invited to do international projects like missions trips to go build skate parks in other countries. First it was Guatemala and then it was Panama and then Egypt and India and Dubai and just all over the world building skate parks that could be used as a place where kids could come and gather, um, be introduced to Christ, be engaged in discipleship. Okay, this is getting to be a bigger and bigger story the yeah. more we talk about it. It uh, it moves fast. <laughs> oh, it sounds that way. Yes. Uh, but you've got an instant connection because there's so many kids that want to do skateboarding, right? Yeah, yeah. Action sports is all over the world. Um, and we've just been talking about skateboarding, but uh, we also do stuff with snowboarding and wakeboarding and surfing. Yeah. And then what other... What other boards do they show up with at, at your park? Um, we also have kids that come in with scooters. Sometimes we get some inline skates if, if you're really cool. And um, occasionally bikes, but our, our space is kind of small, so we don't allow BMX bikes. Mm-hmm. So the ministry now is pretty sounds pretty focused, and it sounds like it's uh, getting good and healthy, and it's got a, 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 a pretty, um, pretty impressive... 
moving forward kind of momentum? Yeah. So at this time, we continued to keep our local programs going. Um, so we were we were doing um, small group Bible studies at outdoor parks and doing mentorship. Um, we were doing some stuff at a, a skate park up north of the cities, and then we ended up um, down at Urban Ventures helping out running uh, their yeah. program yeah. at the Hub and working with a lot of inner city kids. And then whenever we weren't doing that, we were on the road traveling like 120 days a year, um, doing demonstrations, sharing the gospel, building skate parks. And during that time, I met a lot of people who had a similar passion um, for action sports culture and different people who had started different ministries specifically aimed at surfers or skateboarders or snowboarders out in the mountains. And so I saw this need to start to bring those uh, different people together. And so essentially we started a network of action sports ministries and together we worked to train um, action sports ministry people. Um, So we held an action sports ministry conference in Florida we had about 280 leaders come to that conference um, from all over the world to work together, collaborate together, learn together, um, and then go back to their local communities to um, reach their yeah. riders. It's uh, amazing. All right. I am uh, I'm very intrigued. This is uh, every time... Uh, I learn more about this ministry. I, I'm getting more more interested because it gets bigger and bigger with all kinds of opportunities, and I'm dying to hear more. Um, I've got uh, uh, the group of from JSAW in, and we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to hear some more stories, and then eventually we're going to get a chance to hear from TJ, who is uh, a writer, and he's in studio here, and we'll hear, hear his testimony. We'll take a short break and be right back. My name's Sam Taylor. I go to Richfield High School and I like to skateboard. My dream as a skateboarder is probably to be able to move out to California when I graduate high school and live there. That's definitely my dream. My favorite thing about JSAW is probably being able to come here and skate, just see all my friends. It's, I come here every day, so it's probably my favorite thing to do. I always grew up going to Sunday school, so when I came, when I started skateboarding, I found out about JSAW and then uh, I started going to the Bible studies every Wednesday and I just got really attached to it. JSAW has helped me like realize who I am in Jesus and how I can follow him and be a better person. Being a Christ follower means uh, following Jesus, telling others about Jesus, and just sharing the word of the gospel. Other hobbies besides skateboarding? Not really. I mean, I play video games sometimes, but that's about it. I just skate all the time. That's all I do all day.
Welcome back to the show. So glad to have uh, guys from JSAW here, uh, Johnny Nelson and Ben Benoss. And we're going to bring TJ in in just a little minute, hear his testimony. But hearing about the, the powerful sports action, action sports ministry they have, and they have had projects that have uh, started off humbly here in the Twin Cities and now have gone to Panama, Guatemala, Dubai, Ethiopia, Brazil, India, Egypt. Uh, I just can't believe how fast this has grown and how many opportunities. Uh, they now have uh, 67 action sports ministry partners in 31 countries. Boy, you give something over to the Lord, look what happens. Yeah, he does his work, and it's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, so I'm real curious about uh, what it's like on any given day. You've got staff, you've got uh, volunteers. Where I want to talk to Ben and find out about his role, but I also want to just hear on a, what, it, what it's like on, a, on an average day um, I know you've got Bible study on like Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. So um, following with that timeline of as the ministry continued to grow, we were doing a lot of different projects and traveling a lot. And um, we pulled back from that because we launched Help Board Shop in 2013 as our, our new facility. And as we opened the doors there, we recognized that we had so many opportunities with so many riders that were coming through our doors wow. uh, just right there. So we pulled back from doing events and demonstrations and focused on making disciples, which is a much longer process. And so when riders come into the skate park, they're usually coming in to just hang out with friends, to buy a board um, or to skate the park. Mm-hmm. And so we spend time and just build a relationship. We go and skate with them. We'll hang out. Um, we'll do contests throughout the year. We do all-nighters, um, different camps. We do lessons, all of these different activities. Um, but the um, we're, we're in all of those things. We're trying to build relationships. And through those relationships, we get the opportunity to share the gospel um, and help riders to grow in their faith over time. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. I'd love to come skate at the park, but I wouldn't want to pull a hamstring or anything. <laughs> it's probably the park's a little small for you, I think. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I appreciate that observation. So let's talk about the uh, the Help Board Shop. And Ben, uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So Help Board Shop exists as a facility to um, bring riders in. We have um, thousands of unique riders come through our doors every year, which. Um, it's just the top of the funnel for our ministry. Like Johnny was saying, uh, we engage with those kids. We have the opportunity to invite them to Bible study, to come alongside them and mentor mentor them. Uh, that's kind of what we see as the number one purpose of Help Workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also helps us uh, fund the ministry and be relevant in the culture. Yeah, uh, The skateboard snowboard culture revolves heavily around the, the various shops that are around the Twin Cities. Um so through the shop, we've actually been able to raise a substantial amount of the overhead it costs to do ministry, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, pe- people need gear, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to talk about the, the, the profile. First of all, Johnny, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you said you were kind of a kid on the fringe a little bit growing mm-hmm. up. Say more about that if you would. Yeah. So I, I grew up in a dysfunctional home. Uh, my mom raised me. My dad uh, left before I was born. Um, they were alcoholics and drug addicts. And when my dad left, my mom cleaned up. And so I never knew that until my mom got remarried uh, when I was about 10 years old. And when they went on their honeymoon and then came back, uh, she relapsed and he relapsed. And so I was very angry at my stepdad, very depressed, um, very alone and just very, very hurt. 
And um, in the midst of all that, like we grew up going to church, but my whole world changed at that at that time. And it was they were coming home drunk, um, and suddenly I had to like run the home <laughs> at that age, you yeah. know. And so the youth pastor at the church that we were going to put put his arm around me basically and became like a father figure in my life really spent time with me and invested into me um, and challenged a lot of the religious beliefs that I had. Like I knew the Bible, but I wasn't really applying it in my life. I didn't have like a deep, real, authentic relationship with Christ. It was just kind of head knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so um, skateboarding was my escape to get out of my reality. Um, But in the midst of that, Jesus was at work and had had put that youth pastor into my life to to help um, guide me back to Christ. Mm-hmm. A quick public service announcement for all you youth workers out there: way to go! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to way to go. That's really cool. All right, so I'm curious about your your profile of a lot of the skaters. Do they sound a little bit like young Johnny Nelson? Yeah. So um, a lot of skaters, they are on the edge. They're on the fringe. There are some that are not, uh-huh. um, some that, that, that play hockey and football and you know all the other sports and stuff. But um, I feel like the ones that really stick it out long term are the ones who, who didn't fit into those traditional sports. Um, and they may not fit in at their school, but they identify and um, feel like this is their community at the skate park. Mm. Um, so we have kids that come from all different school districts um, and all different demographics and the skate park is like their home it's their community um, everybody has to belong don't they yeah yeah it's their it's their place yeah all right Ben let me get back to you now uh, did you uh, did you grow up with an interest in skating yeah absolutely um, I I started skating when I was 12, which actually led me into snowboarding, uh, which I took to a little easier. The ground's a little softer when you fall. (laughs) So I kind of backed away from skating and was just snowboarding every day. I was um, probably went five to six days a week through junior high and high school. My mom would drop me off at the hill and I would spend nine, ten hours at the hill. Wow. Um, And being being homeschooled as I grew up uh, in youth group, it was like culture shock for me to be at to be there, uh, with all these other kids. And, uh, it ended up being not the best influence in my life. There's just a culture there that's very unsupervised. Um, is that the snowboarding culture? Yeah. Snowboarding yeah. culture, action mm-hmm. sports culture. Um, like Johnny said, a lot of kids are maybe more on the fringe, um, which led me down that road, um, which was not a great place to be. Um, and, I, I'm thankful that I kind of got out of that, and that's why JSA is so personal for me because I've seen it firsthand. I've been that kid that didn't fit into traditional sports or a lot of different places, mm-hmm. um, but I had I had snowboarding. So, were you? Uh, did you participate at JSA? Um, I did. Yeah, I, I would go to the cocoa and wax. Um, what did you call some that? Of the events. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we uh, so we do an event uh, for the snowboarders every uh, once a month where we 
bring them in. We wax or snowboard for them, uh, provide them with hot cocoa, and we do a Perfect. Bible cocoa study. and wax. Cocoa and wax. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's that night. Oh, yeah, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's just a way to bring them into community and give them a chance to, to hear the gospel as yep. well. Yeah. So did you have a, po- a point in your own personal life where things got kind of dark for you? Yeah, I'd say um, maybe mid mid high school. Okay, um, things got pretty dark, and I just—I mean, I was going to youth group, and you know, I grew up in the church, was totally part of that culture, but I just almost had these two different two different versions of me, you know. Sure. And there was a point where God just said, "What are you doing, man?" And I decided to drop all that and really focus. My senior year, I decided to really invest in my relationship with Christ. Um, huge thanks to my youth group that I went to and the Bible camps that I was volunteering at mm-hmm. at the time. So were you influenced by a youth pastor? Um, I was most influenced by my mentor at uh, the camp I work at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Public service He's actually all another you U- out there. Another UNW alumni. Oh, really? From the 80s, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. that took place here. Well, I took place in Wisconsin at the camp. Yes. But, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, then you ended up coming and did your, your college work here at the University of Northwestern. Yeah. And just graduated in 2019. And yep. now you're with, uh, with help uh, full-time. Yeah. Okay, now this is uh, gets to be powerful because I, I'm excited to hear... Uh, some of the stories of some of the riders, and I know that you probably can share some by leaving names out, and eventually we'll get to TJ and hear his whole story as well. Um, do you have a couple of stories you can share? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess I guess we'll first take a break. I think that's probably the first thing to do is take a break. We are talking uh, to Johnny Nelson and Ben Van Oss, and they're from JSAW, jsaw.org, J-S-A-W.org is their ministry. And it's a, it's a very interesting action sports ministry where you take riders and turn them into disciples. And they're, uh, they have a desire to transform the action sports culture. And they're doing an amazing job. So we'll take a short break and be right back.
My name is Alex, and I do a lot of skateboarding. I've been skateboarding for, I want to say, like a year and four months. One of my friends skateboarded, and so he told me I should get one, so I got one, and I realized that it was a lot of fun, so I just kind of stuck with it. My favorite pro skateboarder probably has to be um, Chris Jocelyn or Andrew Reynolds. I got connected to JSAW when I bought my first skateboard here, and then I just started riding in the park and going to Bible study every Wednesday. Being a Christ follower means to me um, just like listening to what he's said and what he's done. What I like about JSAW is that they're trying to bring riders together. Something you guys could be praying for me about is I was skateboarding and we were filming this like little fun video and so I slipped out. I was trying to front board this bench. I slipped out. I did the splits and I smacked my kneecap on the ground and then it hurt and about two weeks later we were, it was a rainy day and we were just skating in the garage and my brother pulled a chair out from under me I landed on my knee and I could hear it pop out of place and it was just like I want to say three times the size of this knee. I was out for about like I want to say four weeks. It was difficult not being able to skate because skateboarding is like the one thing that I do and it's hard to like find new things that I could do while I was healing. I'm excited to be feeling better so I can hang out with my friends and just go skateboard all day. I've been impacted by being around here at JSAW by learning what God has said and trying my hardest to follow that. That testimony was one of the powerful stories from the JSAW Ministries. We have the leaders here, Johnny and shop manager Ben with us. So Johnny, we've got another story here. Yeah, like um, on Instagram recently, just Ryan shared his testimony uh, this week on Instagram. Who did? Ryan, uh, his Ryan Opit. Okay. Um, and his story is wild. Like he, I met him when he was like 12. He came to skate camp and he was like, grew up in a suburban family and all that stuff. And then um, got, broke his arm skateboarding, mm-hmm. got uh, prescribed, I think Vicodin. And they gave him a whole bottle. Oh, my gosh, at 12? Yeah. And so he started taking it, and he never stopped. Yeah. And then he started selling it and wound up in Teen Challenge. Wow. Um, That's... He, did you just recently speak at Teen Challenge? I did. Okay, I was there. Really? And Ryan was there. Oh, wow. He was in the program. Um, he, he ended up with a bunch of felonies and stuff, uh, you know, drug charges and violence charges and all that stuff. And so he was headed to prison for five years. And uh, he came back to me and was like, hey, I'm I'm going into treatment. It's yeah. my only way out. Um, he had disappeared from the skate park um, for, I don't know, it was three, four years. So he was just selling drugs. And then showed back up and was like, hey, I'm going into treatment. I need help. And so I've kind of tracked with him through treatment and now he just got out and he got a job and he's been clean for 14 months and he's doing really good is he back skating studies on thursdays came to bible study he's skating again oh i love this story yeah i love this story all right i love more stories got another one for me i'm sure uh so yeah zach is a, a rider who started coming to the skate park um, pretty much the first day his dad found out about it and brought him over and uh he just was coming to skate and uh, then started coming to Bible study occasionally. Um, and one day he just came in, walked up to the counter and said, hey, 
Um, my brother just killed himself last night, and I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, so my parents brought me here because I just needed to skate and kind of like I don't know what to do. And so we were like, okay, we let's uh, talk about this. And um, that was – it was extremely difficult. Um, it was an extremely difficult situation to help him walk through and try to understand. And um, after that, he started coming to Bible study on a regular basis. Um, he gave his life to Christ. He started to engage um, in his faith. Um, he started inviting other people to, to Bible study um, and leading other kids to Christ. And uh, he just continued to grow in his faith. And now um, he he still comes in uh, every once in a while. And it's incredible to see him. He's a skier. Um, I'm a snowboarder. So we, you know, yell at each other about that. But um, he's an incredibly talented kid. And like God's clearly working in his life and pursuing him in a lot of different ways. And um, it's crazy because you never know what story is going to walk through the door that day and you never know what's going to come up to the counter. And so you always have to be prepared, uh, to give an answer for the hope that you have in Christ mm-hmm. and, and be ready, um, every day to go to battle and just be ready to share the gospel. Yeah. What a divine appointment. He yeah. shows up and says, my brother committed suicide last night. Yeah. All right, Ben, your turn. <laughs> you could introduce DJ. I've been around as long. That's o- that's okay, <laughs> but I know th- I know there's stories. It's a that- four-year process. No, yeah. I- <laughs> disciple making. I know. Um, yeah, it might be a good time uh, to introduce TJ. I mean, he's he's got uh, the writer experience, and he's you know uh, Johnny or Ben. Maybe you can set yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we've got TJ here. TJ's been a, is a writer that's been around JSAW for years now. Um, me and TJ meet almost weekly, um, doing lots of different activities, just um, checking in on him, seeing how things are going. Um, so here he is. TJ, welcome to the show. Thank you. So um, are you a skateboarder? Yeah. I've been skateboarding since fifth grade. Okay. Have you ever fallen? Yep. Really? <laughs> yep. Uh, that surprises me. You don't look like a guy that would ever fall. I didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... You've been uh, skateboarding now for a while. Tell me what it's like to be uh, JSAW. It's a different experience from being at church and having a regular youth group because I never really fit in with the kids at like my church and the youth group. So being at JSAW helped with like trying to like figure out where I am in life with God mm-hmm. and finding people around me that can like identify as the same things with me. So tell me about your your spiritual journey. When when did you start to realize that you were, um, you know, needing more more of God in your life? Uh, really hard around eighth grade. I have I still have really bad depression anxiety. I went to the hospital from attempted suicide, so I went to inpatient program for a few weeks and my old mentor Andrew who used to work at help he came and visited me and me and him would just talk about like how everything was going if I needed anything and I, I would be in my room at inpatient 
for a few hours and just sit there by myself. So just like being in the thought process and thinking what led me to be here and what, how can I get out and not be here again? So looking for something that's not harmful that I can go to. And you've started to uh, make good friends at JSAW and you started to feel like that was your community. Yep. I've been at JSAW since like fifth grade. So when I started skating and there was like the first crew of kids I started hanging out with and then some of them still go to help. Some of them don't. And then there was a time where me and a few of my friends came in every single day and we'd skate from when they opened to close and just being there with the workers. And then a few of them stopped coming from different sports or activities. So I kind of lost my group. And then there was some new kids that started coming in. So I started skating with them and just started like talking to them and found like a new group of kids that I come and skate with every day and they're like my new family. That's awesome. So tell me about these uh, two guys uh, sitting on your left. Uh, Johnny, I've known him since fifth grade. So he was kind of like my first mentor of just like I didn't really know anybody at the park besides him. So he kind of introduced me to everyone and, like, how to skate. So me and him would just hang out and go and skate. I mean, if you're going to know one guy at the park, he's probably a good guy to know. Yeah. 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 A few perks from knowing him. <laughs> who owns the exactly. park. So me and him would hang out and talk about God. And then we kind of, like, stopped meeting because I started meeting with, like, another mentor. So then I started meeting with them pretty regularly. So me and Johnny still do a few things. I've gone on two trips, two trips with him, one to Cali and Colorado. Colorado. I went to California with him last year and then Colorado two years ago. So were you doing there is some ministry stuff, some demonstrations, a little bit of everything. Skateboarding, there's a skate trip that we do every summer. Like 10 or so of us go get in our van and head out to different skate parks. How bad does the van smell? Pretty bad. I bet it does, yeah. But you keep it really clean, don't you, the van? Super, super clean. Yeah, we try to. There's no wrappers or anything of any kind, cans. Van just <laughs> yep. We when we were in um California last year, we met with one of Johnny's friends, Buck, who he did ministries with in Colorado. So he took us down to Skid Row and we teamed up with this bigger group that was handing out food and like telling the homeless people at Skid Row about God. So that was really a cool experience to go and do with him. That's pretty powerful. I mean, it's pretty cool that you had an opportunity to do that. So you can start to feel like your your faith is not only something that you have inside, but something you can share with others. Yep. 
It really strengthens your own personal faith, doesn't it? Yeah. When you get a chance to do that? Yeah. All right, TJ, that's a powerful testimony. We're going to, I think, take a little break right now. When we come back, we're going to find out a little bit more about JSAW, very cool ministry, Sports Extreme Ministry. We'll be right back. sometimes like every week but I didn't pick up anything just I know nothing was having an effect on me and then one day on my 10th birthday my dad he got me a skateboard and it was just well, the Habitat one he got it at help and it was, it was the, the best and so right away I was like dad I want to go there so he was like he was just searching for shops and he found these guys at bird shop and he was like all right, I'll give it a try because it's like two minutes away from our house. Awesome. And then I go there, my dad, and I figure out, oh, this thing is Christian-based. It's awesome. They have Bible studies on Wednesdays. What? I was just, I was really happy. So I started going on Wednesdays and other days. And we'd skate, have a great time. Then we'd come learn about Jesus, read the Bible, and have pizza at the end. And what I've learned from Jesus about Jesus is that, like, he's... He'll forgive you. He loves you so much that no matter what, he will never stop loving you. I don't know. I just had an overall great experience here. Thank you. Jason. All right, we are back talking to uh, the guys from JSA, very cool sports ministry that is here right in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. And... Uh, 
So is that kind of some of the purpose of JSON to not only uh, do you know in-house discipleship on a weekly basis, but and Ben, this is maybe a question for you, but um, to not only do in in week in-house weekly discipleship, but also do uh, evangelistic opportunities around the country and the world. Yeah, definitely. It kind of comes with the territory of making disciples. Um, we make these writers into disciples. And then they go out, make more more disciples. Um, Just a couple weeks ago, we had a couple riders at our park, uh, some regulars that kind of got in a little fight, and they were throwing hands. And who broke it up? You or Johnny? (laughs) Well, that's that's a story. (laughs) Um, Actually, so they were. It got to this just verbal argument back and forth, and I got to observe TJ take them outside. Talk, talk to him for a while for about 10 minutes. TJ and these two guys were outside, and they came back in just fine. Awesome. And it was incredible. I was so proud of TJ for just taking the leadership and, and doing that. Like a couple of years ago, I don't know if he would have done that, but <laughs> it was a proud mentor moment. Yeah, no kidding. So you, so you saw the conflict, TJ, and you thought, I can uh, – I can, I can bring the the energy down here huh yeah. and go talk to them yeah because so, i knew both sides of the people who were fighting yeah and you stayed cool through this whole thing didn't you yeah <laughs> that's cool you should do a half day seminar i'd, I'd attend <laughs> on conflict management i think you got it in you that's really cool so so you feel like uh tj your faith is is has become real to you yeah um I'm still trying to figure out where I am with God and, like, my relationship with it. But I feel like it's more positive than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm starting to get somewhere and, like, find where my relationship is with God. I think that represents a lot of people in life. They're, the journey is uh, is a big one, and I'm glad you're you're on it and that you've got some awesome mentors here that are— helping answer questions and you're, you're getting together with other people that are doing the same thing you're doing, opening God's word and seeing what's in it for you. So uh, I'd love to hear more about the, um, the Wednesday night Bible study is, do you, do you pick topics? Do you, and maybe Johnny, this is a question for you. Is it, is it a, is, do you do a, a series on something? Do you do a, tonight we're going to open and read from the book of Isaiah. How does that work? Yeah, so we have studied through different books of the Bible. Um, you know, we'll pick out, pick out a book, you know, the book of John as an example, and we'll just go chapter by chapter through it. Uh, we usually start Bible study out with, like, highs and lows for the week as we go around the room, let each one of the riders share about the high and low of their week. And then um, after that, we'll, we'll dive in, read the passage, talk about it a little bit, and then... Uh, have some discussion questions and then wrap up with a challenge and some prayer requests. Um, and so right now we're going through a series on, um, testimonies, like the word of, of testimony. So we're having different writers who are sharing their story and then we're matching up like a Bible verse that relates to their story and studying that passage along with their, their story each mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And if they uh, show up and they, they don't have a Bible, do they, they, find that they can get one pretty easily yeah we don't we don't uh tell them references we tell them page numbers <laughs> <laughs> so smart. that's so smart that's probably the best way to do it isn't it yeah yeah and then uh, when you have uh these 
guys together? Is it primarily uh, is it co-ed? Um, so there's not a whole lot of girls involved. Um, that's just kind of how skateboarding has been. Yeah. Um, it's starting to change a little bit more, and we're excited to have more girls get involved in, in action sports uh, for sure. But a lot of the Bible studies have just been uh, a bunch of guys, yeah, uh, young guys. So Wednesday nights we do um, like 18 and under. It, then uh, we have Thursday nights as 18 and older. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, you've got a, an event coming up. This would be only for people here in the Twin Cities uh, who would be listening. But you have an event coming up at at the uh, skateboard park. Uh, when is it? Um, October twenty fourth. Ah, okay. It's going to be right here in Edina, Minnesota, and you can head over to jsaw.org to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah. If if you, there's a parent out there and they've got a a, a child who is a skater. Um, what would they anticipate in terms of uh, of their first visit over to JSAW? Would they just show up and go, hey, this is a blast. This is a great, great little skate park and some good good people here. Yeah, people always uh, email in and say, hey, you know, how could I get my, my rider involved? And we just say, just show up, just come to the park, fill out a waiver, skate. And uh, the more that you come and you'll get more engaged in other other programs and things. Yeah. So if I came and skated, I'd, you're saying I'd have to fill out a waiver? Yeah, yeah, waivers, no, waivers are required. No, I'm sure. not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal with me. All right, uh, this has been a fascinating uh, um, time to be talking and understanding your ministry. It's really a cool ministry. And thank you so much for sharing this yeah, with absolutely. me. Yeah, And TJ, congratulations on uh, being an awesome skateboarder. Thank you. And a guy who is uh, who's just... Showing love for other people. Thank you. You love that community, don't you? Yeah. I can just tell. You're just cool. I want to be cool like TJ. It's my motto for the day. But anyway, uh, my friends have been uh, Johnny Nelson and Ben Van Oss. And uh, TJ is a writer, and the ministry is called JSAW, J-S-A-W. You can go to jsaw.org to learn more about it. Well, that wraps up our show. I, I love that JSAW ministry. You guys are doing an amazing job. And also want to say thanks again to Dr. Andy Scudinger, who came in. It was really a great uh, show and a great week. And that wraps up our time together for the week. I already can't wait for Monday, our next time together. Have a great weekend, everyone. You know what time it is. It's time to ring the bell.